This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Kelly Henderson, and you are listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. This week on the podcast, my guest is Micah Meyer of Beaumont Etiquette. That is correct. You heard me. We are talking about etiquette. The old former etiquette is done and gone, and the new modern etiquette is almost more like life coaching to make you the best version of yourself. Micah's company offers things like business, fashion, social, and even dining etiquette. She even recently collaborated with Venmo to teach people the proper etiquette for using their Venmo app. For instance, if you ask someone on a first date why you shouldn't Venmo request them after to spit the bill. This blew my mind, but apparently it happens, and Micah is here to tell us all about it. Here's Micah. I am here with Micah Meyer, who is an eti- etiquette expert. I can't even say that. Etiquette expert and the founder of Beaumont Etiquette. Hi, Micah. Hi, how are you? So you specialize in basically all kinds of etiquette, right? Yes. Yeah, so we um, kind of, I, I specialize in Western etiquette. So um, within that is everything from dining etiquette to social etiquette, business etiquette um, for adults and kind of big corporations all the way down to like a children and a teens program. So kind of everything in between. Okay. Can you talk me through a little bit of each one of those? What kind of things are you teaching people? Sure. So, okay. So my kind of my company is split into two. So we teach half the week at the Plaza Hotel. So we run all the Plaza Hotel finishing program, um, kind of programs over there. And then we teach privately one-to-one and then corporate. So kind of how it works is you choose a topic. So first you say, okay, do I want a group class or do I want one-to-one? And then once you, you choose that, then you tell us what type of etiquette. So is it social etiquette? Is it dining? Um, so social etiquette could be anything from, we have stylists, and um, makeup and hair, so more like finishing 
okay. you know, finishing school style to all the way down to like, I, sh- I go to, um, you know, I'm going to on a date. It could be dating etiquette. It could be sitting. It could be posture. It could be walking in heels. It could be, think about networking is probably the number one thing we talk about. Really? So you're at a party, you're meeting people. How do you not only start conversation, but keep it going? Um, and people can choose different styles of training. So they're either like, okay, I just want like nicey, nicey, really gentle. Tell me everything gently, or I'm coming in. I want a full revamp. I want head to toe styled. I want to come out like a new person. So it's really fun. And it's, um, and it's very modern too. So you can just kind of do that within all the, the different topics. That's what I was going to say. I, when I think of etiquette, I think of old school, like, I don't even know what to reference, (laughs) but you know, that you would just be teaching people how to act properly. But this sounds almost even more like a makeover in a way. It is, it is exactly that in so many ways. Um, you know, it's, for instance, dining is probably one of our bigger, and um, probably half the people come for dining initially, and then they kind of like tack on other subjects. But if, you know, you're like, listen, I am a professional, or I kind of think I know which fork or knife to pick up, but I'm not sure. Kind of the whole goal of the program is that you leave more confident than when you walked in. And you know, we could take you to a five-star restaurant and you have 12 courses in front of you. And then at the end of it, you know exactly what to do, how to eat everything. And it's like, it's just their, their life skills really in the end. Right. I mean, I actually do think those skills are super important, especially in business. I mean, I think I did a, it was a, maybe a business etiquette class, but they taught us the dining stuff when I was in college and I yeah. didn't realize the little tools that I took with me from that. I still use them now when I'm going on business meetings or it just makes you a lot more comfortable. It, that's it. That's exactly it. It's, I always say you can't really focus on the conversation or, or closing a business deal or whatever it is. If you're too paranoid about which fork or knife to pick up or right. am I saying this correctly or, you know, whatever it might be. So if someone came to you and was, you know, wanting to learn dining etiquette, obviously we've talked through that. What if they were saying like, I just need an, an overhaul. I need a revamp you would help them to what clean out their closet kind of thing um you know the stylist if that's what they wanted so there's a there's like a almost like you know it's like a menu that they choose from so yeah so we have a stylist on the team and she literally will go through your closet and pull out everything that you shouldn't you know, should never wear again you need (laughs) right things that maybe you know you should rethink and then you know and then help you shop you give her a budget you can be like my budget is zara my budget is whatever it is it could be and then she goes and shops for you um yeah it's really really quite fun and you know if you're like listen I'm just you know I can't meet someone what do like what's going on why is this happening um then we go in and it's a very honest but very positive it's all positive it's um we go in and we say okay here you know fill out this questionnaire we have a consultation and we say okay here's what you need and then to help you get out there and meet people and be confident. And so it's kind of like a problem-solving thing within a finishing program. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like life coaching, too. There's a lot of that. There's, we actually have a life coach on our team um, who is phenomenal. So it's, it's, it's way more than what people think it is. And it started just basic, basic classes, and it's kind of grown from there. But it's super modern. I always say if we don't believe it, we don't teach it. So it's... Um, you know, like I say, wear white year round, winter white, summer white, you know, it's right. such an antiquated rule. Um, it's, I'm also very much a feminist in, in the way that I teach. So it's kind of, I have 
um, you know, like it's very gender neutral, a lot of the, the, the modern etiquette. Um, it's just really, really interesting. And I think people come and they're a bit mind blown about what they didn't know they didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. I, I mean, I just keep going back to the dining in my head. I don't think there's a lot of little like tricks that I learned about like turning your fork over when you're done so the server knows you know, it's time to take your plate or little things like that, that, yeah, you just don't know. But once you know, it makes all of that so much easier. Exactly. You will. If you're ever in New York, please come, come to at the plaza. We're working there every single week with programs. You have to come be our guest and kind of, we could do like something for everybody to kind of learn if they can't make it to the plaza themselves. But it's, you're yeah. right. It's, and once you learn those little techniques, which are kind of hard to describe over a podcast, right. but, um, when you see the visuals, it's, it's pretty, it's, they're, they're really great to know. So how did you get into this? Like what made you choose etiquette? Um, do you know what? It started out of insecurity. Uh, so I was an American working and living in London and um, I'm from Florida originally, grew up in a really modest household. And I was looking around at all these, I was specializing in American companies going global for the first time. So I had American clients, but I realized that I was the only person at a 120 person company that was American. That was only, you know, I was holding my silverware differently. I was, right. didn't know how to hold a wine glass. I didn't, I just wasn't where everybody else in the Western world was outside of America. So I took my first etiquette class and, um, I was just, I, I was so blown away and I loved it. So when everybody on Fridays would get their paycheck and run to top shop, I would kind of save up and squirrel away for the next etiquette class and it kind of went from there and then I started teaching word kind of spread that was with the American expat community that I was teaching these classes and I was just doing them for free just for fun and then I started getting more and more requests and then it kind of went from there and so I, I quit my job and opened Vermont etiquette in London and my training is very very formal so I trained under a former member of the Queen of England's household staff in Buckingham Palace and then I moved to Switzerland and went to a finishing school there. But I wanted to, when I opened Beaumont, my big goal was that it was um, relatable. Like you're still learning the most formal etiquette, but in a relatable, informal way um, that is not intimidating. And it's it's just fun. Right. See, when you said the queen, that's exactly what I think of when I think of etiquette. So I'm glad you're putting a modern exactly. spin on this. Exactly. And it's, if you don't, people just shut it out. You know, right. the word etiquette generally has a lot of stigma to it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So you can find all of that at BeaumontEtiquette.com. I actually found you through Venmo, which sounds weird, but you collaborated with Venmo <laughs> to talk about Venmo etiquette, which I want to yeah. talk through this because I was telling you earlier, I read a bunch of the tips and I thought, you know, especially when it comes to dating, I have heard horror stories about this stuff. And I think people need to know how to operate Venmo. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's really, it is so true. And it's something that I mean, everybody uses Venmo. And now it's kind of to the point where people use it as an adjective. It's like, oh, just Venmo me. Totally. Um, and, and there was, you know, every etiquette book you've ever picked up in the past has never kind of addressed it because it's so new. So it's kind of, there's, there's no roadmap. So I think that this kind of conversation started because Venmo um, wanted to find out from its community of users what they deemed kind of appropriate or what they thought in a situation was fair. 
And I always teach um, where Venmo and I kind of really align is I teach that etiquette. Is, I always say throw every single thing you think about etiquette and strip it away. And then remember, etiquette is just about kindness and respect. But that's all it is, thinking about other people first. Um, so even like the way you present yourself, you're thinking about how you want to, you know, you want to show respect to the other person, show that you put effort into yourself. So same thing with Venmo. It's what is respectful to the other users in the community. So they asked a bunch of really good questions that are kind of hot topics to the community, and they came back um, with their answers. And I, I couldn't wait to, to hear what people had to say. It's really fascinating. I will say the article is fascinating. What they they interviewed, I think it was like over a thousand Venmo users, and this sounds weird. And I think people could be listening, like, "What? There's Venmo etiquette? Okay." But when you really start to think about it, this is why I was so interested in this because when it comes to dating or requesting money for someone or like in your friendships, the reason I use Venmo is a lot of times like we go out to dinner and instead of like nobody cares cares cash anymore, you know, so. Right. Instead of right. breaking up the bill that way, you just Venmo one person or a trip or things like that. But there have been instances that I've been in where it gets a little awkward because either someone doesn't pay or you have to send the request. And it's like the Venmo article comes out with, okay, to pay within 48 hours. Um, when you go on a first date, that was the big one. Do you see people really <laughs> requesting money after a first date? Yes. You see this way more than you would probably think. This um, is absurd to me, by the way. <laughs> so we, we, um, you know, since I started working with Venmo, I have heard, I mean, I've heard so many stories of people saying, oh my gosh, this happened to me, this exact thing. And I think the, you know, it's, and what this is for everyone listening is imagine if you go on a date with someone and say, and you have a nice dinner and you think everything is fine. And then, 24 hours later, or you get home and you open up your phone and there's a Venmo request for half the bill. And it's like that shock of what did that just happen? Um, and I think that is one of the etiquette tips that, you know, formulated from this whole experience was just no surprises. You know, if, mm -hmm. if whether you're with a group of friends or you're on a date, don't just, you know, don't just ever, um, you know, without, don't not communicate with the people that you are, you're connected to on Venmo. So it's, it's kind of like letting the person know, Hey, the ticket, the concert is on Friday. Tickets are this much money. I can pick up your ticket and then Venmo you after, or, or you know, you can Venmo me after. It's like communicating. That's all it really is. Um, but the actual, on the first date, the kind of the survey came back and it said 66% of Venmo users didn't think it was appropriate to take someone on a date and then then request them. So at least I do agree with the community, um, but everyone for the most part would, would say it's pretty shocking. I'm going to say if someone Venmo requested me surprisingly after a date, I'm not going on a second date. <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, the survey said that 30% um, of the users agree the bill should be split, but unless it's dis discussed ahead of time, the person who asks for the date should pay. Exactly. That's exactly, I completely agree. Um, and it's, I, I say that generally speaking. So when you go on a date with someone, I think whoever invited the other person out, whoever chose the restaurant often picks the wine is the person that should pay because Agreed. you've chosen something within your budget. So that is, 
I mean, I really feel pretty, pretty firmly about that. I always say my dad raised me and he was kind of like, okay, when you're on a date, you always offer. Um, I don't want you to ever, you know, come across as expectant, you right. know, but, and it only, you know, and, and I, I feel empowered by doing that. But I also think if at that moment, the, I mean, you, I mean, you've heard it all. I just, that's how I feel. But I generally think if, if I go on a date with a guy and he asks me out, we pick the restaurant, then he pays. And if I did the same, you know, it's less gender specific nowadays, um, then I pay. Right. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off, and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, I think the communication part of it is huge. I have a story, actually. When I was reading that part of this article, I was thinking, oh, my God, because this happened to a friend of mine, and I thought it was insane, but um, it does happen. So she went on a date with a guy. I guess they had kind of been dating before, maybe sort of fizzled for a minute, and he, but he reached back out and was like, hey, I have tickets to this concert. Do you want to go? So she was like, eh, all right, sounds kind of fun. Like, I'll go. So she went to the concert. It was fine. Nothing happened. They, you know, they sort of just decided they probably didn't have the right chemistry. But he sent her a Venmo request for um, money for the ticket after. <laughs> I was like, what? That happens? I mean, dude. 
<laughs> you know, in that moment, I feel like that would just confirm her. Exactly. Her, <laughs> She's like, definitely made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She just I ignored it, though. She never paid. <laughs> you know, I have heard that. I have literally heard this situation so many times just recently. And um, I've heard probably like half the people I just ignored it. The other half the people paid. I, I've heard both. It's. And no, it's 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 an interesting, it's a very interesting conundrum that we're hearing about all the time now. Well, it's as you said, though, if he had said before, hey, I have this ticket, do you want to buy it? That's one thing, but right. that wasn't what he said. Right, exactly, exactly. And there was this one, another very similar situation the other day that someone said that, that a guy had taken her out and then asked, she knew she didn't want to see him again. So she offered to pay and he said, no, 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 I've got it. And then afterwards, he asked her out again, and she said, you know, I think there's no chemistry. And I will say, when, if, if you're not interested in somebody, be up front. Um, no passive-aggressive behavior. I think it's just like, hey, listen, I had a really nice time. I just didn't feel more, you know, chemistry more than friends. Right. I think that's a really fair thing to say. Not just ghost someone. But, and then after she said that, then he sent her the request. So even though she had initially offered at the restaurant, uh-uh. um, yeah, I mean, that's just. It's very shocking. So basically he got <laughs> butt hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So yeah. what are some, what are some other tips that you can tell us from the Venmo article or what are some things that you guys were seeing after the survey that people okay. need to change their etiquette on? So a lot of people were afraid to use their mind function. Um, and we're saying like, that's what it's there for. So it was almost. Can you explain that though? Cause I didn't even know about this function okay. until I read this. Okay. So, so essentially when you say you send me money or you send me a request for say we went out to dinner and then you sent me a request for $40, then after that, if I forget to pay you, mm-hmm. there's a little, um, there's a little function on the app that you can go and then send the person a reminder and oh. it just comes it's like very formatted. It's almost as if, you know, it's, it's nothing like you don't write out a message to them. It, it's just a reminder. Um, so almost as if the app had done it, you know, and because you hadn't paid yet, it's like almost like it feels like an automated thing sort of, but you really control it. And it's just a nice way people get busy. Most people probably just forget. And it's a nice way where then you say, okay, and then person, you know, can pay you. So 67% of people said it's, it's appropriate to send a reminder notification within four days of the original transaction okay. but if you wait a month two months later and then you send that reminder function then it almost comes as a surprise again it's like what wait for what when so it's just kind of following up as fast as possible right and we also learn you know say like you mentioned earlier the really common scenario is that you go out to dinner with somebody or a group of people and some restaurants you know don't want 10 credit cards on the table so then if one person picks up the bill then if it's an informal restaurant, it's fine to just take out your phone right then and there and then send them the payment right th- right then and there. So 42% of people said it's appropriate right then and there to pay. So it's kind of like the person who takes the brunt of the bill just gets paid back instantly. And if it's a formal restaurant and it'd be strange if, you know, everyone kind of took out their phones, then as soon as you leave the restaurant or as soon as you get home or at least within the, you know, the next day, it seems like a fair time. Also, that someone. way you don't forget. That's my biggest thing is I'll just forget to do it if I don't do it right yeah. away, you know? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And most people in this survey said 
they weren't, it was like, it, it felt stressful to owe people money. Right. And I agree with that too. I don't I ever do like owing money. I feel I, that stresses me out too. So the, one of the things I read that I thought was funny is it, mind your emojis because you don't know, <laughs> like, you know, if your mom is watching, you don't want to like maybe drop the eggplant emoji on something. <laughs> Which makes sense. Fair enough. But okay, I have a question. I do all of my transactions privately because I don't really want people knowing why I'm sending anyone money. I think that's weird. So do people do that, though? They put like random emojis out to the public? So believe it or not, um, so Venmo is being used as a social app. There's a social feed. Yes. So people tend, users tend to check two to three times um a week and not if just not if you it's beside just owing or or asking a friend for money people just check it to see what other people are doing so people scroll through through the um the social feed and just see <laughs> see what people they're kind of starting to use it in um in that way <laughs> and that is you know the thing here is just to be super cautious i am pretty private i almost I'm just like you most all of my transactions are private um I would say probably 90% of them um but and you can set it and if somebody sends you a request you can also turn it to private if they didn't do it so it's up to you really which is great so there's that privacy function but the thing is is that you never know whose mom is checking Venmo whose boss is checking Venmo so now knowing that people are using it like a in a social way, I think you just have to be super cautious. And also, there was a whole discussion last week where I learned about double meanings of different emojis. So emojis that you think are super harmless or that people you don't think someone would catch on to. There's like an, a whole emoji language that people what? have caught on to. Yeah. Where do we so find very, this? How do we oh figure gosh. out these emojis? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's there. There's there's some articles just recently about this. Um, and Can you give us an very, example? I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what it means. Um, <laughs> but it is there is a pizza emoji and a pizza emoji when you think it's very harmless um, means something else. And it's, it's really yeah. So you okay, guys, well, I'm going to have to Google that, that as soon as you get off the phone. <laughs> but I just, I just learned this like a week ago. And I was like, well, I, that would have been like, felt so harmless to me. But people have double meaning. So just be very cautious. Um, and even a lot of people use it for humor. And they'll send like knowing it would embarrass you or knowing. Right. And it could be funny in that moment. But not if your boss. <laughs> Right. It could be very embarrassing. I've definitely <laughs> done yeah. that. Or, you know, like I used to put um, in the little, the line on your checks. Remember we used to write checks back in the day? Yeah. The subject yeah. line, I used to always put sexual favors to mess with my friends. Because <laughs> then they have to go to the bank, you know, whatever. But so I've done that on Venmo, but oh I've never thought, oh my gosh, what if my oh mom my is reading this? Like, oh my God, what's happened to my daughter? Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like on Instagram how you like people say you know I ended up on my brother's sister's like friends boss's page yeah. and I know how I got there <laughs> but that's what people are doing on on Venmo as well so it's it's hysterical I've heard some hilarious stories I mean this takes these take the stalker vibes of social media up even further <laughs> I feel like because you're really figuring out what people are doing how they're spending uh-huh. their money that's so yes. interesting that it's become yes. a social app. Yes. 
The only good thing I would say that you don't have to worry about, you never can see the amount someone spent. Oh, that is. Good. Good. I think that I think that's yeah. really good. So yeah. you don't ever have to worry about that, even if it's not a private transaction. So also, you're saying that a lot of people are gifting money nowadays. Like instead of a birthday gift, they gift money, and Venmo is a big part of that. Yes, and it is um, very normal. It's very kind of everyday now. So there's. Um, there's, you know, it could be a birthday present. It could be a graduation present. Mm. I always kind of say, if you want, just send, if you want something kind of like to feel a little bit more tangible or formal in terms of a present, you could also just send a card and then, you know, with the Venmo request or with right. the Venmo um, mount. But I think this is not an invitation to start sending out requests for your birthday. I think, <laughs> you know, there's a, there is a fine line Shoot. and All this right. actually happens to someone this week I put on my Instagram um uh like a, a Q&A like send me your questions about that note and then a couple people had very similar um questions or, or situations and one person said you know um I you know my son has been for his birthday sent out Venmo request what do you think <laughs> and I think that if somebody sends you a Venmo you know payment right. for your birthday or a gift you can call it then lucky you but i don't think it's appropriate to send out requests for money on um, whether it's a wedding registry or whatever it might be the venmo community said the same thing which i agree with them i just think it's it can come off in the wrong way if it's people want to give money great yes i would never um say that would be the best etiquette the best <laughs> to let your son, your son do for his birthday yeah, yeah it just comes it just comes across as um it can come across in, in many wrong ways. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are there any other top things you think people really need to consider when using Venmo? Um, I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, just, you know, just be respectful. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, the no surprises, you ask, you pay. Um, I think at the end of the day, those are kind of the big, the big ones, the yeah. big takeaways. And just not to, it, if you forget, it's one thing where, you know, it happens to the best of us, but just pay as soon as you can. Um, it's, you know, you don't, you really don't want somebody to be chasing you for a payment. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of the big, the biggest takeaway. I think, yeah, the communication piece of that too, just talk about it before. So everyone knows what they're signing up for. The dating right. thing, if you ask, you pay, I'm sticking to that one. I really think so. I kind of teach, we have a whole dating etiquette course, a big group one mm -hmm. that we did this past year. And we had a panel of men. So we did like the top 10 bachelors in New York. And then we opened the, the plaza ballroom, one of the ballrooms to the, to women. And they all came in, they got to ask these questions. And that was probably the number one question that came up was, um, was you know who should pay how do you feel right. like if somebody doesn't offer to pay how and it was kind of just reinforced everything about what we've just been speaking about it's kind of you know it's considered modern etiquette yeah it's so interesting with all the the feminist type mentality now you know and I really pride myself in being able to take care of myself and all those things but when I get asked on a date I still want the guy I still want him to ask. There's like a very old school mentality that I still hold on to with that. Like I still want to be kind of doted on maybe. 
Yeah, I, and I think that's absolutely fine. That is still you're just you're just asking for respect, really, right? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, there's something beautiful about that. Like my husband, he opens my doors. He like I don't right. ask him to, but he does it because he wants me to feel you know taken care of and special, right? Um, but I think you know, so I do love, love, love that. But it could be for two women or two men. It could be the same, right? It's just whoever wants to show exactly. respect to the other person. As the person that should open the door for the other person. Right. You know, I feel like that's the kind of new wave of it. But I'm totally into that as well. If you ask me on a date, then you better pay. Right. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's just how it should Just be, for right? the first, I mean, it's not like forever, but when you're trying, if you're, it's essentially like when you're courting me or whatever, I want you to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm totally so, with you. So interesting. So you guys can find the Venmo article on blog.venmo.com. And then, Micah, where can everyone else find you? Um, I am. So I'm on Instagram at, um, it's just at Micah Meyer. So it's at M-Y-K-A-M-E-I-E-R. And I'm always putting up, like I do weekly videos, how-to videos, like holding your cutlery or, oh, you that's know, cool. like little things like that. Little so, etiquette um, tips. Yeah, but in a fun, it's fun. It's supposed to be fun and kind of like usable everyday etiquette. Yes. And then your website is beaumontetiquette.com. If, yes, do you beaumontetiquette.com. Guys do, do you do any sort of services like if someone's not in New York? Yes, we travel. I spend, I was um, in nine cities in six weeks in spring. So oh, we wow. are all over America. We come everywhere. Actually, interestingly, Nashville is on my list. I have so many requests. Um for Nashville and it's I'm literally covering my mouth as I'm saying it because it's getting <laughs> embarrassing that I haven't been down there yet but um the yeah so we are everywhere we also um kind of we work with Downton Abbey so we've been traveling with the exhibition teaching etiquette at the exhibition so we are wow. always announcing um on our newsletter and on our website and on my Instagram kind of where we're going to be next but um yeah, that's we're pretty we're out there and and um, just are making it kind of fun and, and modern again. I love it. Well, thank you so much for teaching us um, about some Venmo. I now feel very confident in my app usage. <laughs> Yay! Good. <laughs> you guys well, check you Micah so out, and yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and um, I can't wait to. Hopefully meet you one day soon. Yes, come to Nashville. We need some etiquette. I will. I really <laughs> need to get done. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. This is Kelly Henderson, and you've been listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast. I truly believe that every one of us has a little velvet and a little edge. So it's so important to remember that to be strong, you must be soft too. Thank you so much for sharing in those stories with me. You can follow Velvet's Edge on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as velvetsedge.com. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me every Wednesday for more conversations on lifestyle, beauty, and relationships. Thanks for listening. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.